Welcome to TV Times 3, episode 414. On this episode, we're going to be going over the 2019 fall TV schedule for the broadcast networks. So talking about uh, what's new and returning to ABC, CBS, The CW, Fox, and NBC. Uh, and as always, you can find the full show notes with start times for each segment at tvtimes3.com slash 414. I'm Jason the TV Holic from tvholic.com. I'm Kyle from noreruns.net. And I'm Lynn from TV Times 3 and the now Mrs. The TV Holic. <laughs> Mrs. The TV Holic. <laughs> we can't figure Did it out. You, you officially change your last name to <laughs> The TV Holic? Yeah, like, I know. It's a work in progress. <laughs> now, she's thinking she's probably going to uh, hyphenate and go Valaket The TV Holic, uh, but uh, <laughs> haven't quite figured it out yet. But yeah, so. There's been a few less episodes over the uh, over this last year, but to, as of today, the day we're recording is 11 years from the date that we put out episode one or episode one part one. Since the first one we recorded was like three hours long, so we broke it into two parts. Uh, so this is also officially our 11th anniversary episode uh, that we're recording. Usually the first week of the fall season is when the anniversary falls. So so there's that, too, in addition to Lynn and I having gotten married just over a week ago. Which is also big news, I think. I mean, <laughs> it's not podcast-related specifically, but... Uh, it's TV-related, let's be honest. <laughs> Uh, well, we did meet at a TV festival, so it is TV-related. And you are recording your uh, reality show right now, right? Yes, that's right. Yes. <laughs> <It's> the new... <laughs> a 90-day fiancé, the non-train wreck edition. <laughs> or, the, or the train wrecks in a different direction or something. I don't know. Uh... <laughs> Let's just get on with the show, shall we? All right. So, with that, we'll uh, get going with what we're actually here for, which is to talk about the broadcast networks and their uh, fall TV schedule for 2019. And uh, as, as we usually do with these uh, preview podcasts, we'll go over each day, uh, starting with Sunday, go all the way through to Saturday, and we'll stop and talk about the shows on that uh, night that we've uh, either seen ahead of time or that we're looking forward to having back. And uh, with that, we'll start with Sunday, uh, which has uh, America's Funniest Home Videos, Kids Say the Darndest Things, Shark Tank, and The Rookie, uh, all starting up on September 29th for ABC. Uh, also on the 29th, CBS has uh, 60 Minutes, God Friended Me, and NCIS Los Angeles. And then the following week, on October 6th, Madam Secretary will return. Also on October 6th, uh, the series premiere of Batwoman, followed by a new season of Supergirl, will be on The CW. And Fox will have uh, The Simpsons, new show Bless the Hearts, Bob's Burgers, and Family Guy returning uh, on September 29th, and then NBC has uh, Sunday Night Football. 
So of those, Kyle, anything you're looking forward to returning or uh, checking out or have seen already? Uh, so I, I'm definitely looking forward to the return of the rookie, although I, I think there's some cast changes on that one. Um, and then I'll check out Batwoman. I'm not that excited for it, but since it's part of the big crossover, I'll be happily watching that. You at um, least watch the first nine episodes of it. <laughs> and say, uh, Supergirl, I, I'm still enjoying that one. Um, and then I'm I'm a fan of the the Fox animated lineup, so I'll definitely be watching all those. I did watch the uh, premiere of Bless the Hearts. It's more of a um, kind of on the vein of um, King of the Hill, where it's like this working class Southern uh, family, but more of a modern twist on the family. Um, I wasn't really a fan of the first episode, but. I also remember absolutely hating the first episode of Bob's Burgers, and now it's probably my favorite one in the lineup. So I'll definitely give it uh, another chance. But uh, but yeah, I, I usually enjoy that whole animated lineup on Sundays. How about you, Lynn? Any of the Sunday shows? Yeah, I would say um, I want to get back to watching God Friend of Me. I'm actually surprised that it make, made it to this second season um, just because I thought people might not go for it. Um, but it was really charming. So I kind of lost track of it. I want to sort of binge watch before the new season, which might be a little bit difficult. You got a week. And <laughs> I know not a lot of time. And uh, I definitely want to see Batwoman. I know it's getting a lot of, you know, bad press and a little, you know, clap back or whatever the term is but i mean i really really like ruby rose i think if anybody's going to make something good she just she just has a way about her that i think will work really well so i'm looking forward to that and then as kyle said the rookie same thing i kind of watched it sporadically and i know there was a bit of scandal with some harassment charges and people leaving the show so um it'll be interesting to see how they sort of work around that and um yeah, I guess that's pretty much it for Sunday. I'm really excited about Monday, to be honest. Yeah, there's uh, for me, God Friended Me and The Rookie are both shows that I s- somewhere along the line fell off in the first season. And uh, I'm not even sure how many episodes each of those shows had. I think God Friended Me had a full, I think full, they both had full, full 22. 22. So, yeah, so I think <laughs> yeah. I'm like you know, in the double digits behind on both of those. So, uh, I mean, I did like them, but just got behind on stuff. There were so many, so many things. So I'm not sure if I'll, you know, may try and get caught up on one of those, at least, you know, start recording the new season and catch up two or three weeks in or something with the, with the rest of it. You don't get past the five when it starts deleting them. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, or yeah, if you just go with the on-demand aspect before it starts uh, falling off of demand, might check out the first episode of Bless the Hearts just to see what it is. But I'm not super into the uh, animated uh, comedies on Fox, and we'll check out Batwoman uh, to see what they're doing there. And but I've fallen behind on all of the all of the superhero shows on on the CW. So, but could pick up that one as a, as a new one, even if, uh, everything goes into a big, huge crossover. 
Uh, Sounds like the crossover is going to be so confusing anyway (laughs) that I don't think if you miss one of these shows, it's going to matter. With all the (laughs) with all the the press releases of all the people from all other things that have been superhero, you know, like Smallville and other, you know, Lois and Clark and all these other superhero shows in the past that are trying to pull people from uh, to to put into. Uh, you know, these things, you know, in, that like how much screen time are any of these people going to get in five in what's supposed to be what five, five hours, episodes yeah. between the, yeah. the shows. So I don't know. That just seems like a lot. Uh, it'd be interesting to see what they do uh, with all of that. I mean, it might just be worth watching uh, the crossover just for that. But but yeah, I think that's uh that's Sunday, and we'll move on to Monday, where ABC already has Dancing with the Stars has started up, and The Good Doctor premieres tonight, uh, September 23rd. Uh, at CBS has uh, The Neighborhood and Bob Hart's Abishola, new show, followed by new show All Rise, and then The Return of Bull, all starting up tonight on the 23rd. The CW has... Uh, All-American and Black Lightning returning for new seasons on October 7th. Uh, Fox has new season of 911 followed by new show Prodigal Son starting up tonight, uh, the 23rd, as we're recording this. NBC has The Voice followed by new show Bluff City Law. Also, both of those starting up on the 23rd of September. And so we'll start with you, Lynn. Monday. Oh. What uh, what are you looking forward to? Either having back or uh, of the new shows that are coming. Well, I have to say that the one show that I'm most excited about this season is Prodigal Son, having seen it at the ATX Television Festival in Austin in June. So I'm really excited to see if I will love it as much as I did then. Um, it's a super creepy crime thriller. Um, oh my God moments that, that happened in the pilot episode, which I think is fantastic. Michael Sheen is Michael Sheen is like super creepy, super <laughs> creepy. Um, and he's a phenomenal actor. So he's, he's beyond super creepy. I have my predictions, which I will not say because I will write them down somewhere. And then if it's true, I will then um, announce it, but I don't want to give anything away. Mail it to yourself. (laughs) Mail it to myself. So it says, on this day, I said that this is going to happen to the storyline, but I don't want to give it away because it might ruin some of the pilot stuff. But anyway, um, really, really, really excited about that. Um, We have watched um, Bob Hart's Abishola All Rise Bluff City Law. Um, I've said before on the podcast, it's like, you know, network execs love, you know, medical and legal dramas and, you know, it kind of gets tired and you want to have something original. I have to say all rise. I quite liked it starts off really, really quickly. It's got like a really strong, diverse cast, which is nice. Um, finally actually making TV a little bit less beige, as I say. And, um, really dramatic moments uh bluff city law like jimmy smith is amazing i've always liked him the woman who plays his daughter i think starts off a little too harsh and has a character change 
her development of her character changes so quickly. I kind of feel like it was a bit much too soon, but I think there's a lot of twists of that about, you know, a family law practice. Um, and then Bob Hart's Abishola, it, it, I, I don't know. It's one of those ones where I think it's going to get canceled pretty quickly. It's also the world's shortest sitcom based on the times that we've seen on the screeners. So it's going to be heavy with the advertising. It's by Chuck Lorre. So I'm kind of giving it some hope. And I mean, I have some Nigerian friends who are very similar to Abishola and, and things like that. So I found it more funny on that respect that I could identify with it, whether the American public will go for it. I don't know. And there's parts of it where you kind of go in the, in the eyes of the Me Too movement, kind of bordering on stalking and not as good for comedic um, moments, I guess. Um, I'll leave that. I think Jason probably has more to comment on that because um, we talked about that. So you have a you have a nice little meet cute with him in the hospital. But then the follow up is uh, including paying off another nurse to get her address is but, super. But not- she does give her 50 bucks back because <laughs> yeah. she showed up alive. <laughs> uh, so, it, I mean, yeah. It, it was a little too stalkery, like in the first episode to be like romantic you know in the second you don't ep- find socks romantic <laughs> well, in, the, <laughs> in the second episode well if he shows back up and she's working that's one thing but then to just show up at her house that's weird uh and then to show up wait for her on the bus that's weird and not really giving anything away because that's all <laughs> in the trailer for the show uh but the second episode does it it leaves that behind where he kind of just sort of leaves it alone and her aunt and uncle become the stalkers in the in the second episode uh but like lynn said it's also the running time was like about 18 minutes but that included like a minute recap of the first of the first episode so actual show time is going to be like 17 minutes out of a half an hour, which seems really, really short. Uh, it seems like a YouTube video that you can yeah, watch really. Um, but the second episode also, it turned the potential, some of it, and it, it became too cartoony. It was like too cartoonish in some of the stuff that was happening. And uh, it lost a little bit of the heart that it had, even though it was kind of stalkery in the first episode. And overall, I just thought it was bad. Like there wasn't enough, like even, you know, occasional laughs or something like that. And I mean, I like the idea of the show. Like, you know, anytime you can have like two worlds type of, you know, people from different places, you know, trying to mesh together, there's plenty of to mine for comedy there, but uh, I don't think it does see, a very good job. See, I like yes. his. I like the actors that play his family. I don't like him. I find him creepy and stalkery. I was really interested to see her family life at home because that's something that you don't typically see. I would have watched just a sitcom with her family and her home life. But I don't want him in it. I, I just could not stand him. The whole relationship just felt forced to me. And 
and just creepy. And like his obsession with socks borders on makes him seem even more creepy when he's like looking at people's feet and commenting on what kind of socks they're wearing. Hey, socks can be romantic, Kyle. They can be. (laughs) But I, yeah, I I was way more interested in her family and what was going on there than with anything else in the show. And yeah, I just can't stand the laugh track and the, uh, like for some reason I thought this was going to be a single camera one, but then I went back and watched the trailer again and you definitely hear the laughter in there. But, uh, I, I've never really been a big Chuck Lorre fan and this is probably going to last for like 20 seasons. Like, did he do Mike and Molly as well? Like, Cause that lasted like six seasons or something. Well, that, it just goes to show you, right? Like, I remember thinking when I remember reading the trailer or reading the the synopsis for Big Bang Theory, I'm like, yeah, this is going to go over well. So I don't know what that says about my my taste in programming or what. I don't know. I thought, it lasts forever. But. I thought the premise of Big Bang Theory was totally going to work if, you know, it, uh, it's just geek friends with a hot girl across the, the way. But... Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I don't think uh, it's it's hard to say these days. Like what? <laughs> but CBS like, loves Chuck Lorre. They're yeah. going to be in that business for a long. They're going to make this I mean, work. I think his stuff yeah. works a lot of times, but this one just doesn't. Like, uh, I mean, like I said, I like the premise of it, but the execution is is poorly done in my opinion. So, uh, but then uh, as Lynn said, all rise is there's nothing really new there. Like we've seen people get, you know, as it's their first day, you know, moving up to being a judge or uh, the other types of, you know, the prosecution and lawyers and stuff like that, that we uh, type of show that we've seen before. But this one, I don't know. I guess it's just because I really like the cast. I think, uh, She's really good, uh, and everybody else around uh, is is pretty good as well. Uh, there's some other storylines besides hers becoming a a judge uh, that uh, are kind of interesting uh, as as one, well. One thing that I liked about this is like like she has like this guy that she's been buddies and like coworkers with for a long time and like now that relationship is going to be changing because she's like sort of i guess in effect like the enemy maybe or well, in, yeah well in some cases she's you know he's gonna have to have try a case before her and you can't treat somebody you know exactly the same way like you were when you were buddies like you can't do things just because Hey, it's your buddy over there uh, that's trying the case or whatever. Uh, but then for her, I mean, she's going to most of the people that are going to be coming before her, she's going to have worked with. So um, it's going to be a sweeps week thing where he goes up against her for a big case. Guaranteed. Where, yeah, where he has to take he has a big case before hers. Uh, but I don't know. I think I think it works. Uh, even. Yeah, that. Even Out of the lawyer shows, that's the one I enjoyed the most, I think. I mean, I think yeah. I think Bluff City Law kind of works, too. Uh, 
But again, it's nothing you haven't seen before. You've seen this is just sort of a mashup of like a family drama with a law procedural uh and the the cases that they're going to be trying are, you know, trying to, you know, he's a civil rights attorney and uh, is famous for all these big cases and they're going up against, you know, big companies and you know, a lot of class action type things and We've seen those types of of law shows before, and we've seen family dramas where, you know, the siblings and the parent are, <laughs> something's happened in their past, and they're trying to, you know, come back together uh, over the death of the, you know, of his wife, her mother. And so, like, nothing in the setup, and even the first case, like, there's nothing that you haven't seen before. Uh, but it kind of works based on the star power and the, the cast. And there's a couple of little things that they uh, drop in there that can, you know, keep the family drama going. And like the, the last <laughs> moment of the, the pilot, <laughs> that's uh, like a mic drop. <laughs> like, Whoa. <laughs> uh, so yeah, there's some, there's some stuff there. I think it may it may work, uh, but man, there's a lot of law shows on <laughs> this Monday night. Well, isn't isn't bull isn't bull a law show yeah. too? And that's right up against that one. <laughs> uh, so so yeah, there's a lot of stuff. But then uh, lastly, I think at least of the stuff that I've seen, because uh, like I haven't seen Batwoman or emergence or stump town uh for the you know some of the new shows coming especially in the uh, hour long stuff uh so maybe I'll end up liking one of those more but so far out of all the new fall shows prodigal son is the one I like after the first episode uh the most I also saw it at the ATX television festival uh it will be interesting to see it again and then see what happens going forward uh because watching it on a movie theater screen with, you know, a bunch of other people creates a different atmosphere <laughs> than when you're just watching it by yourself or or with uh, your significant other at home. Uh, I, I did rewatch it and I did enjoy it. I did have Lynn's theory in my mind the whole time. And, and I think it, and I think it's completely wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, did I tell you my theory? Yes. I you already sure told, I told Yes. You told us all your theory and I don't think, I don't think it works, but I'll be interested after you rewatch it, what you think, if it still works for you. I know. I really but. want that theory to work, but I, I, I have a feeling it's not going to be, but anyway, uh, we'll yeah. see. But yeah, I did. I did really enjoy that one too. That is one of the ones I'm most looking forward to. Yeah, that's definitely at the uh, top of the list so far. Of, uh, well, I guess Nancy Drew is also an hour long that I haven't seen. Uh, but yeah, seeing, seeing where that goes, uh, that's the one I'm most interested in. It was one of the ones I was just based on trailers and stuff that I was most is- interested in. Again. It's not totally uh, new that you have a profiler that maybe goes to a serial killer for help on a case. The twist is that it's his dad, <laughs> like in this one. Uh, and so some of the stuff is not, well, 
a lot of TV. Nothing's new. It's all new, slight different twists and takes and moving the pieces around just a little bit. Uh, this one also has kind of a twisted sense of humor to go along with it. So it's not just always super serious. Uh, and so definitely looking to forward to seeing where uh, that one uh, continues to go. And uh, we'll move on to a Tuesday uh, where ABC has the Connors. Uh, bless this mess. New show Mixedish, uh, Blackish, and then new show Emergence. Ish. <laughs> <laughs> Emergence ish. Uh, uh, that's uh, all starting up on September 24th. Uh, CBS has NCIS, uh, FBI, NCIS, New Orleans. Finally got to some actual words there. Uh, all starting up on September 24th. Uh, the CW has The Flash, followed by Arrow, starting up on October 8th. Uh, Fox has The Resident, followed by Empire, returning on September 24th. And NBC has uh, The Voice, uh, This Is Us, and New Amsterdam, all returning on September 24th. So, Kyle, what say you on uh, anything on Tuesdays? Uh, I'll check out Mixed-ish, although I, I prefer the original cast uh, rather than um, than Zach Morris there uh, <laughs> replacing him. Um, Bless This Mess, I wasn't really a fan of the first season, but after re-watching an episode at ATX, I actually am really, I actually really enjoyed it there. So I'm curious to check out the second season and see if I fall back. Uh, it was just like the environment that made it funnier. Or if I actually enjoy it, uh, emergence looks really, I watched like the first nine minutes that they had online and it, I mean, it definitely captures you and you want to see more after those nine minutes. Uh, but this just feels like the type of show that's going to have some <laughs> huge ideas and never get to like work them out. Well, like how many, gonna... just like going way back, like how many shows has ABC had in this genre of type of stuff that never make it past the first like 10 or 12 episodes or something, you know, and get, get canceled. Uh, yeah. So that's my main fear with this one. Although, I mean, the premise, I, I always like these big yeah. sci-fi type premises <laughs> I, I've liked and I get sucked them. in, <laughs> but we'll I like see. the one that got canceled last year. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I'll also be watching The Flash and the final season of Arrow. Um, the Resident, I, I continue to enjoy that one as well. And This Is Us, I have never cried at that show. I don't really care for it all that much, but I'm three seasons in and three seasons to go. So I'm locked in now until they end this thing. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that's like Tuesday is fairly light for me compared to other. Um, oh, and I'll, I'll keep watching Blackish. I've been watching that. Sometimes it gets a little too political for me, but um, but I do enjoy it most of the time. All right. How about you, Lynn? Um, I feel like Mark Paul Gosler is the Susan Lucci of television shows these days where it's like he's in so many things and nothing seems to stick. Um, so, you know, I really think there's an audience for Mixed Dish. The trailers look really bad. <laughs> and I mean, 
I, I, I don't know. I'm hoping that it'll work, but I'm, I'm willing to try it and see, um, emergence like you guys, I'm kind of excited to see it. Hopefully it'll, it'll work. Um, and partially the reason why I want to see it, um, at Comic-Con having the chance to do quick interviews with, um, the cast and the young lead, um, Alexis Swinton, um, who plays Piper. She is a little dynamo. I mean, I, I haven't seen her, um, acting and I know she's been in a few things. She's been in episodes of the billions and she was on uh, an episode of manifest, but she's a little firecracker and she's not like that typical, you know, completely jaded child actor kind of thing yet. Hopefully she stays that way, but I mean, she's super professional and, and was really, really charming. And so I'm really curious to see, um, how her role plays out and Alison Tolman, same thing. Like, I think there's a lot of interesting backstory. Um, and Robert Bailey Jr. Who was in, um, the night shift I quite liked. So interesting to see how he's going to play, um, one of the placemen in that, uh, for me, it's mostly cast really then um, storyline secondary, I think for, for Tuesday, um, Arrow, I'll probably check it out. I lost track of Arrow, um, but of course, I'm one of those people that always like to see final seasons of stuff and final episodes. And Stephen Amell is just so charming as all heck when you meet him. And so I kind of got hypnotized by him at Comic Con. So I know so that's like, another reason to watch TV, he's but so pretty. <laughs> so you he's, like final seasons? Are you going to check out the final season of Empire? <laughs> yeah, I know that too. <laughs> that too i like watching i think there should be a, a vod service that just shows pilots and final episodes i think it would be brilliant but that's just me just um, the DVR this week and then <laughs> and, and then six weeks from now yeah. yeah and then like a and then what like a like a three minute recap of whatever happened between those in between <laughs> yeah no but i really think like there's i mean obviously give it give it chance because everybody's got these new vod platforms they're going to start bringing out one season shows guaranteed well, like i'm still holding out hope series. for lone star and everything yeah they'll call it limited series exactly so everything old is new again especially when you have a whole whack of library that you want to you know profit off of so well, these days the hope is that uh some of these shows that died too soon get put we'll out back. on a, get put out on one of these services because they're in the back catalog of you know Warner Media or uh, you know or Disney or what have you and and then all of a sudden people start watching it a bunch and they go huh maybe we should make uh, some more <laughs> of this. <laughs> Yeah. Well, look at Family Guy. I mean, Family Guy got canceled. It went in on DVD. It was huge. They begged him to come back. You know, the rest is history. Um, unlike Kyle, I cried everything. And this is us, you know, makes me cry. Easy there, husbands. <laughs> that, little, that little laugh was a little too quick on the draw there. Um, yeah, but this is us. Uh, you know, I'm I'm still holding out like Kyle is to watch it. I think some of it got a little too extreme last year. Um, I didn't love it as much as I did at the beginning. Um, but I'm I'm still holding out for that one. So, and yeah, I may check the last season of Empire as well. Um, for me. 
Uh, I'm really looking forward to the return of Bless This Mess. I really like the first, uh, what was it, six episodes or whatever that they had for uh, the first season. I, I don't know. I just thought it was really funny and worked really well. And so looking forward to that coming back. Uh, Mixed-ish. I didn't even know until like the other day that they had recast people. And I was looking at it going, wait, I don't remember him being in that show. Wasn't it? <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I don't know uh, about that one. Uh, I heard it said someplace else that you you have Blackish, and then you have the Freeform spinoff. And then you have now this spinoff that's set, you know, back. Uh, but they're all hitting on the same sort of subject matter uh, as, for the comedy, uh, just in different, now just a different time frame or whatever. And that I'm not sure that people are going to be necessarily super interested in a third version of the same-ish kind of thing. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how uh, that one works. Uh, I'm interested in Emergence, uh, as Lynn said, uh, interviewing the cast at Comic-Con. Uh, Allison Tolman and uh, the little girl really have a lot of chemistry. Uh, the rest of the cast seems pretty good. Uh, so both from a cast perspective and then I like these types of shows, uh, it was up there at the top of the list, you know, of all the new shows coming like prodigal son emergence and Stumptown, I think were the three that I was most interested in, uh, just based on the premise and who was in it and the types of shows that they are. Uh, so definitely be checking that one out. Stop watching the NCIS's uh, a couple seasons back. Uh, although I am interested in how they're bringing back Ziva <laughs> <laughs> in, uh, in NCIS, uh, considering she's supposed to have been dead for like three, four seasons now. Um, gave up on FBI last season. As I said before, behind on The Flash and Arrow. Stopped watching This Is Us in the first season. Didn't care much for New Amsterdam. I think my Tuesdays are going to be even lighter than yours, Kyle. There's like... <laughs> I guess two shows really that uh, I'm planning on checking out on Tuesdays. So you have plenty of extra time to catch up on God Friended Me and The Rookie. <laughs> That's right. On Tuesday. Tuesday is time to catch up. <laughs> Tuesdays on. will be binge days. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's uh, Tuesdays. We'll move on to Wednesday. ABC has the Goldberg schooled Modern Family single parents. Uh, and new show Stumptown, all starting up on September 25th. CBS has Survivor uh, starting up on September 25th, and then that'll be followed by SEAL Team and SWAT starting up on October 2nd. Uh, the CW has Riverdale and new show Nancy Drew starting up on the 9th of October. Fox has The, Mas the Masked Singer and then uh, followed by new show Almost Family, starting up on September 25th. And NBC has the Chicago shows, Chicago Med, Chicago Fire, and Chicago PD, all starting up uh, on September 25th as well. So, Lynn, anything on uh, Wednesdays? 
Wednesday's going to be a light day for me too. Um, I'm going to check out Almost Family. I think it can go both ways. I think there's been a lot of um, rumblings, you know, negative stuff about, well, for one, the trailer's kind of weird about it, but it's Jason Kadem, so we all know how much I love Friday Night Lights and, um, you know, Parenthood is is a, is a big show too. Um, so I'm kind of hoping it'll go sort of in that vein, but it is still kind of... Again, I I don't, you know, real life within TV life, some things are a little bit more sensitive. So when you're saying some doctor, you know, used his his own stuff for in vitro fertilization, you know, that borders on creepy and criminal. And I know they're going to be speaking about it, but there was a bit of backlash on that. Um, The trailer wasn't the greatest. So but again, Sometimes you kind of hope with a good cast. Brittany Snow is good. Um, I've followed her since she was on Guiding Light, uh, the soap opera way back when she was a kid. Um, so I'm kind of hoping that it'll turn out okay. I don't have super high hopes for it. Um, Stumptown, again, based entirely on cast. I mean, who's who doesn't love Kobe Smulders or Michael Ely? Um, both are just too pretty for words. Yeah, right. And uh <laughs> Well, sorry, Amory. Um, yeah, so I, you know, I kind of feel like it could it could be good because of the cast, but again, it's just another cop show. So I don't know. I'm kind of getting tired of them. As much as I love them, I also am getting tired of the same thing. Like, let's think of something a little bit more creative. So Plus we'll you see. The, you have the final season of Modern Family to watch too. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm going to live to eat my words by saying that. <laughs> that was a show, and I'm going to offend a lot of people. There were moments that I thought were quite good on that show, but I never understood why people went absolutely nuts over it. But maybe I didn't watch it enough. But then again, I watched an episode of New Amsterdam, and I was like, why are people watching this drivel? And it got renewed. So if I hear, if I heard, how can I help one more time in that pilot, I was going to throw the TV uh how about so how about about you kyle for me i'm gonna be watching that whole i that abc comedy lineup i really enjoy all of those shows goldberg schooled modern family and single parents stumptown i think looks like a lot of fun just from that trailer it just looks like i liked kobe Colby Smulders in How I Met Your Mother, but this looks very different for her. Um, and I think this looks like it, she'll be a lot of fun in this. And yeah, it's a cop show, but it looks like it's also got more of the comedy in there as well. Like she's sarcastic and doesn't play by the rules. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, that looks like fun. Survivor, I, I haven't really watched that and I cannot stand Boston Rob. So I don't think I'll be watching this season like the last two seasons i never finished uh i'll be watching riverdale i'll check out nancy drew although i don't have much hope for that one it looks more along the darker side like they had done a direct-to-video nancy drew movie earlier this year or last year that was so much fun it was more like a gilmore girls type of vibe and i enjoyed that so much i'm i'm not really looking forward to like the darker brooding murder mystery type of 
Nancy Drew, but I'll, I'll give it a shot. Um, the Masked Singer, I, I don't really watch these singing shows, but that whole mask aspect of it, I really enjoyed last year. So I'm looking forward to seeing that again uh, this season. Uh, they they have like 16 people this season or something. So it should be uh, interesting. I just hope it's people I've actually heard of because there were probably like half of them last season. I had no clue who they even were after they unmasked them. I did watch the pilot of Almost Family. I had no idea it was a Jason Kadem show when I was watching it. I forgot about that. So I didn't really get like that parent parenthood type of vibe to it, but I did really enjoy it. Like they do I I, I heard all your concerns and I think they do a good job of like even though he he was a creep and he did this stuff, it looks like they are gonna like at least do something about that. And um and like it's not all negative for the people involved. Like there are some interesting angles that they take on it. Like some of these people that discover this. So it's not, it's not completely negative. And I, 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 I did really like the actors in the show, and they do a good job of providing a few different uh, interesting storylines for the various characters as this will play out, and they discover the truth about their their lineage and stuff. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. I actually did enjoy it. And that's pretty much it for me on Wednesday. I don't watch any of those Chicago shows. I never got sucked in. Cause if I didn't want, I'd have to do all of them. I don't want to do any of that. Uh, yeah, never got into the Chicago shows. Uh, and I've, you know, stop watching a lot of the ABC comedies and stuff like that. So don't watch the Goldbergs anymore. Never got into schooled, uh, dropped off modern family, never liked single parents. Uh, but, uh, as I said, Stumptown, it's, uh, the action comedy of it is like right in my wheelhouse. So like, I'm interested in, in that show. Also really like, uh, Colby Smolders. Uh, and, uh, uh, don't think, uh, What's his name is as bad as Amory does. <laughs> I don't think he's as bad as she. I don't really think he's a great actor, but I don't think he's awful like she does. <laughs> don't watch Survivor. Uh, stopped watching SEAL Team and SWAT in the first season. Uh, never got, never started up on Riverdale in the second season. We'll check out Nancy Drew. Uh, but as Kyle said, I, I mean, it looks like they're going. It could almost be like a replacement for Supernatural, but yet it doesn't seem to have the comedy of that. Uh, it's more this, you know, some of the seriousness of Riverdale. Uh, mm -hmm. So I don't, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see uh, that one, and then uh, interested in Almost Family. I really like, you know, uh, Emily Osment from Young and Hungry, and uh, so it'll be interesting to see her in a more, you know, dramatic role. Uh, and the, you know, the rest of the cast is pretty good in that one. And, you know, it's a Jason Kadem show, which those usually tend to be, uh, pretty good, even if low rated for whatever reason. <laughs> uh, but sometimes they make it a few seasons. God, thank God NBC was so terrible back when Friday Night Lights and Parenthood were on, or those would not have made it. Uh, for the many seasons that they ended up with. So, yeah, I don't know. It looks like 
I mean, if uh, Nancy Drew, almost family, and Stumptown don't end up, I don't end up liking them. <laughs> Wednesday might be the night to catch up on stuff because I won't be watching anything on Wednesday nights. So yeah, potentially super light night for me. Okay, so move on to Thursdays. ABC has Grey's Anatomy, followed by A Million Little Things, uh, and then How to Get Away with Murder, all returning on the 26th of September. CBS has Young Sheldon, uh, followed by new show The Unicorn, followed by Mom, and then new show Carol's Second Act, followed by new show Evil, all starting up on the 26th of September. The CW has Supernatural and Legacies returning on October 10th. Uh, Fox will have Thursday Night Football uh, starting up on the 26th of September. And NBC has Superstore followed by new show Perfect Harmony. Uh, Then the final season of The Good Place, new show Sunnyside. And then the 21st season of Law & Order Special Victims Unit all starting (laughs) up on the 26th of September. They can't all be special victims at this point. <laughs> uh, so, Kyle, what uh, what say you on Thursdays? This is going to be one busy night for me. <laughs> uh, I'm locked into Grey's Anatomy till that thing ends. So, I I hope they announce a final season soon, but. Uh, uh, I'll be watching that. Also, a million little things. I enjoyed the first season, so I'll continue to to watch that and see where it goes. Um, I'll be watching most of the CBS lineup. Uh, Young Sheldon, I'm continuing to watch that. The Unicorn, I actually really enjoyed. Um, I was nice to find to see a um, non laugh track uh, uh, comedy on CBS. Uh, well, I guess it pairs with Young Sheldon, which doesn't have one, so maybe that's why they put those two together. Um, but yeah, that one, I, I, I thought it was really, it was both funny and also a little bit dramatic. Um, but, um, yeah, I, am looking forward to seeing how that plays out. It also has a really good, uh, supporting cast. I forget who played the, um, the neighbors. It's like Michaela Watson and Michaela Watkins and, uh, Rob Cordry. Rob Cordry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that, that one I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing more Carol's second act. It wasn't as good as I had hoped, but I still enjoyed it somewhat. I, I really like, uh, Patricia Heaton. Is that her? Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, I, I find her really funny. I think she does a good job of like, like she works in her experience as a teacher into like becoming like, and teacher and a mother becoming like this, authority figure to the um to the other interns but also she has all this insecurity about her her new job and her new role so it, it kind of blends together and adds uh quite a bit of humor there as well evil i, I like the kings their past shows this got a little weird <laughs> in the middle when there's like devils showing up in in dreams and things but um but I, I, I mean, it could be, it could go either way for me. I'll, I'll definitely watch some more of it. I, I don't know if um, Michael Emerson is 
a regular or not, but he's always good, especially in a show where he can be creepy. And I think this is that kind of show where he could be like a really creepy guy. So I think uh, I hope he's on more of it. Um, I, I'll probably check out the last few episodes of Supernatural. I don't know that I'll watch the entire season. Um, but since it is the final season, we, Lynn will be watching with me. Um, so, <laughs> um, and then NBC, uh, I'll be watching most that comedy lineup, Superstore. I love Perfect Harmony. I was probably one of my favorite new comedy pilots. Um, it's just like it's I, I always enjoy like the music comedies. This is like a pitch perfect the series with like uh, except it's like a choir that uh Bradley Whitford is trying to turn around and but like the whole choir is just filled with like this really odd mix of people. There's quite a few shows this season that seem to be like this weird mix of people, like almost like a hangout type of comedy. Uh, But Perfect Harmony, I really enjoyed The Good Place. I love I'll I'll be sad to see it go, but I can't wait to see how this final season plays out. Sunnyside was the only one that I really didn't enjoy that much um so that i don't know that i'll continue with it but i'll i'll at least give it another episode and check it out but i wasn't really a fan of the the pilot yeah not <laughs> i wasn't a fan of the pilot of sunnyside either like uh i like cal penn uh i like uh oh i'm blanking on her name all of a sudden uh the woman that plays the, the person with all the jobs. Uh, I really like her. and But a lot of it felt... I don't know. It's supposed to be this sort of show that has this you know diverse cast and stuff like that, but everybody seems super cliche somehow. Oh, yes, especially <laughs> like, like the, the Asian twins are like the worst. Uh, of the- they were terrible, but then like every everything else just seemed like a... And, you know, the, you know, and her with all the jobs, like, it's kind of funny when there's like four, but then when she, everywhere they go, she also has a job there in the first episode. Like that, I don't know. It just uh, didn't, it didn't work for me. Like the type of show that it was supposed to be. And then also like created by and written by like Cal Penn, but then seemed, uh, I don't know. It just didn't work. We'll be checking out the final season of The Good Place, uh, even though I'm not super into uh, the sister act of it all, uh, even though apparently they're the best movies ever, according to Amory. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I actually kind of like Perfect Harmony. Might check out a, a few more of those. I liked uh, The Unicorn. I liked the the cast as, you know, Michaela Watkins is is always good. Uh, and I don't find uh, Walton Goggins quite, quite as creepy in this role as Lynn does, uh, but she can say more about that in a second. I thought he was creepy? I didn't find him creepy at all. <laughs> so I'm interested to hear this. Very creepy. Um, <laughs> fell off watching Mom, but that's uh, maybe one to get back into. Uh, I really like Carol's second act. The pilot's not super great, but I think given the cast... Uh, I mean, everybody that almost everybody that's in it. I mean, it took me a while to figure out uh, that the one intern was uh, Lucas Neff from Raising Hope. 
And then the other one's from the, and the then, where he had the kid. The yeah. other one's from Baby Daddy. So yeah. even even the younger part of the cast has a lot of sitcom experience. Uh, and then you have like Kyle MacLachlan uh, in there as well. Uh, so I don't know. I think that one has the potential to work. Evil is interesting. It's the X-Files, uh, but going with more the uh, the supernatural uh, you know, demons and uh, things like that than uh, aliens. Uh, but you have the believer and the skeptic going around uh, investigating these uh, different uh, cases to see, you know, what is really happening or if it really is, uh, you know, a miracle or a possession or, or what have you. Um, the cast is really good. And then, as you said, it's from the people that gave, you know, the good wife and the good fight and, and stuff. And they're, they're really Whatever good. Whatever that weird comedy <laughs> political one was, which I really enjoyed. I just can't think of the name yeah. of it. <laughs> and then a million little things is another one of those that's on the, uh, catch up list with the rookie and God friended me. At least there's only 17 episodes of that one. Uh, so I'm not quite as, I think I'm only in single digits, maybe, uh, behind uh, in that one, uh, but I do want to catch up with that. One. I really liked, you know, up until the halfway through the season or so that I saw uh, of that one, and uh, yeah, that's uh, the potential to be a pretty uh, solid night for me TV wise. Uh, how about you, Lynn? Yeah, Thursday's going to be a busy night. I think the PVR is going to get a workout too. Um, like. Kyle uh, DVR I'm, for those of you down here. Um, whatever. <laughs> it's that box that records things. Call it whatever you want. I didn't call it a VCR. So, you know, there's progress. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm in great with Grey's Anatomy until the bitter end. Uh, I think it was Kyle. I'm not sure, but I have a feeling it was renewed for another two years i thought it was picked up for two more seasons last it might have been yeah it might have been it's it's until abc gets squeezes every last drop out of their relationship with shonda rhymes you know because she's jump ship they're gonna look it for every cent that they've got right so scandal's now gone how to get away with murder is i guess towards the end um, which I really liked how to get away with murder, or should I say how to get away with murder, which is how the way they said it at the beginning. And then it kind of fell by the wayside. Um, a million little things like Jason. I, I actually, I, I don't know why, for some reason I thought it was going to get canceled last year, that there was nowhere to go with it, but I really, really liked it. And I just, I just lost track. It turns out they um, really do have a million little things to talk about in the show. Apparently so. And I mean, and a phenomenal cast. The only thing was, is I found one of the actresses, her, her accent kept coming and going, which was a bit annoying. Um, oh, you can cheer in Amory on the uh, <laughs> accent, please. Yeah. Yeah. That was kind of weird. So going to CBS, um, <laughs> as Jason said, I have some strong feelings about the unicorn and their casting. Um, I think, the show has a really good premise. The supporting cast is amazing, amazing, not amazing, amazing. Um, you know, uh, what's her name? Amelia. What did you say? Amelia Watkins. I'm going to call her the wrong Michaelia. name. 
Michaela, Michaela Watkins and um, the others that were in um, Rob Corddry and Omar Benson Miller were both on um, Ballers on HBO. I really, really like them. Um, the kids in the show are really great. My biggest problem is, and this is going to sound so vapid and vain, but Walter Goggins is not the type of guy that women are going to go nuts over and be this glorious unicorn that everybody wants to be with. Like he is creepy in the creepiest of senses. I mean, the character is charming, everything, but looks wise, all I can see is this is the guy that would have a closet with a map full of all these pictures of women that he's stalking. Like just super creepy. Like I can't as, as a woman of a certain age who, you know, you know, whatever, I shouldn't say much, but um, just no woman over 30 would think that and he's don't say like too much. Cause it's going to end up being bad jokes about me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> There's if Jason's closet with all his, <laughs> and all the, uh, you think Walton Goggins is creepy and you married that guy. Yeah. So again, and not saying he has to look like a Ken doll, but he has, you know, when you're casting, it has to be somebody that people would be like, oh, yeah, I totally get it. Like, because they're making it out like there's, you know, PTA moms and soccer moms that are practically like, you know, going a little steamy, googly eyed over this guy. And, and I just I just don't get it. And I yeah. understand that it's like, the concept, as you said, Kyle, of you know, that makes him appealing is that he's a widower and there's that pity factor, but there's pity. And then there's like, run for the hills, ladies, run for the hills. Like, I don't know. Just, I, just, I don't think he's like a homely guy. Oh, <laughs> like, he may not homely. be like, <laughs> I don't think he's homely. I just think he has that look. And I, I never watched Justified, so I don't know, but I've heard he's, he's played some, you know, kind of unsavory characters before. I just don't think that he has the look that women would want to go. Yes, I want to. I want to date him or have you know relationships. Michael with. Emerson. If it was Michael Emerson in the role, then I'd say you have a point. <laughs> like because okay. he's got bodies Same somewhere. Okay, Michael Emerson is creepy, and he is going to be so typecast after um, what the heck is the show called? Evil. The same thing, like he does play evil, but at the same time, you can kind of go, Oh, he's kind of like a little libra librarian ish kind of scholarly looking show. I know, but still, he always seemed creepy to me, too. But he did not seem like psychopath yet, but still kind of creepy. But I could see the casting, and they do it. This one, you are never going to win me over on it. I still think the show is really charming. The you know, the relationships with um. The kids are really good, and um, the kind of joke thing about the freezers and the casseroles and stuff like that was quite good. I'm noticing a theme in the shows we've watched and seen that there, and maybe it's just the, the, the time of year or whatever, there seems to be a lot of missing spouses. Like, spouses are either off doing something, or they've died, or you know, they're off camera. So I kind of feel like there's going to be sweeps week shows where it's like all of a sudden the husband who's on leave or the husband who's on location or 
the disgruntled ex is going to come. And it just seems like that's the theme for a bunch of shows this fall. I don't know if it's just a fluke, but it seemed to happen on a lot of shows that we saw. It's, it's better than the theme we had a few seasons back when it was naked butts on every single show. That was, uh, I remember at least there were like five different shows that like, that let's happened. Test, let's yeah, test like, the, like the first episode had. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. I do remember that. Okay. Well, if Walter Goggins had a naked butt, I would still run for the hills too. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's that. Mom is one of those shows that I don't know why I don't watch it every week because it's so good. And, you know, it really, there has been some really, um, really dramatic moments that I think have been really, really good. And I mean, Alice and Janney's just, just, she's just so brilliant. Uh, I got to get back to watching that. Carol's second act. I really wanted to like this show. Um, you know, I think there's a lot of people that sort of change their careers later in life. I know um, personally I did a bit and I was kind of hoping it would be good, but it was just a little, I don't know, too tired. Um, great cast. So I kind of want it to work. Um, but, it, you know, I don't know. I, I, I know, but I just, I just find Patricia Heaton starts to get on my nerves after a while. And when she starts becoming, you know, insubordinate with her boss, just because she's older, I'm thinking, mm, no, that, that doesn't work for comedy and it doesn't work for, for the, the timeline. Evil started to creep me out in a big way. Again, missing husband, somebody's away. Um, some of it was like super, super creepy. Uh I found that they they tied up all the loose ends really, really fast at the end, which really kind of irked me. I almost felt like it was like they had really, really great writing. And then they were like, oh, wait a second. We have to cut to time. We have to tie this up in this episode, um, which I kind of wish they had maybe, I don't know, maybe edited it better or cut it better or something. The fact that she has four kids was kind of crazy and christine lottie who's always really good um is in it so i hope to see more of her um perfect harmony i don't know again i it's one of those shows that i think will get canceled soon but bradley whitford it like he's one of those actors i think can be in the crappiest of shows and make it better and i kind of feel like that's what's going to happen with this show it's like where does it go with that it's like oh great it's glee at a church choir they've already had a competition um you know this this small town kind of thing where is that gonna go but bradley whitford was hilarious in it um yeah the like, good is place. it a year until the competition comes back around again yeah exactly um, yeah i don't because i can't have a competition every week <laughs> like yeah. that just seems weird weird so i mean i'm sure they're gonna do something for later you know have a i don't want to say reach retrial because that would be a lawyer show legal show but um a rematch kind of thing um the good place i was late in watching it i'll watch it kristen bell is great um sunny side cal penn i really 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 like him i think he's smart i think some of the writing in it was really good it's just again one of those shows where it's like where can it go with it i think there's a lot of um there's a lot of key things in there there's some potential for comedy in it um kind of funny because i listed one of the forms we had to do so that kind of piqued my interest um the asian um rich kids kind of made me laugh because obviously they were 
capitalizing on the crazy rich Asians kind of thing. Um, the movie, I don't think it's going to go anywhere. I really wish it would because I think it's a great, it's a great subject matter. And as um, Jason said, with the with the actress who um, was like had about twenty different roles uh, or jobs on the show was really funny. Um, and you know, she's really good and I forgotten her name and I just had it a second ago, but I think it was, um, Diana Maria Riva, Diana Maria. Thank you. You're too fast on, on IMDb. Yeah. Who's, who's really, she's just good in everything she does. She's one of those character actresses. You, you want her to have a lead role cause she's so good. So I think some of the writing on it was really good. I think there's some potential but i don't think it's going to have much luck in this sort of environment right now so um we'll see and then i guess we're on to friday now which is pretty light on my side yes uh fridays which abc has american housewife uh followed by uh fresh off the boat and then 2020 as of uh, september 27th uh, CBS has Hawaii Five-0, followed by Magnum PI, and then Blue Bloods, all on the 27th as well. The CW has Charmed, followed by Dynasty, uh, returning on the 11th of October. Fox will have WWE SmackDown as of the 4th of October. NBC has The Blacklist as of the 4th of October as well, and that'll be followed by Dateline NBC. So yeah, Lynn, what, uh, anything on, uh, Friday nights? Um, Dynasty. I am all about the cheesy dramas. Um, I think it's the fabulous casting last year or last season. I don't know. It starts to become a blur after a while. Um, Nicolette Sheridan left the show. And so if you haven't watched it, I might be giving away something, but they recast her in a very unique way. Um, so I won't say anything too much about that. Um, Elizabeth Gillies, who is in Sex, Drugs, and Rock and Roll, is phenomenal on the show, and she just chews up scenery left, right, and center. Um, you know, they they did recasting, and apparently I think they might be doing recasting again yeah, recasting for some people. somebody else, too. So if this is Crystal 3.0, it'll be quite funny because the original Crystal drove me crazy. She was the weakest link. And then the new Crystal was better. So I don't know if there's going to be Crystal 3.0. I'm not sure. Um, If that's that's who they're recasting, that would be uh, whether she's good or not. They should just fire her at the end of the show and recast it every year. Every year will be like, (laughs) who's going to play it now? You know, um, job. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I really like that. And then they ended up bringing um, somebody, Kelly Rutherford did a little small part, which was really good. I was really, our buddy Nick Wexler was in it for a little bit. And I kind of was bummed when his character was no longer. Um, So I I really, really, I just really like it for its campiness. The fact that it's a reboot and they've held on to some of the characters' names and they've sort of switch people around I think was a a really great way of bringing on a reboot because I think reboots can be really tired and seems to be you know 
laziness on the part of a lot of executives, but I think it was perfect. The sets are incredible. Um, Michael Michelle came in as one of the characters and I, I really liked the way, what they did with her. I thought it was going to be like a one trick pony and they kind of mixed it up a little bit. So um, I'm excited to see that one again. Yeah. Well, it's a good night for uh, reboots of things considering <laughs> Magnum PI and Y5O. Yeah. Uh, Charmed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Charmed as well. So like, uh, yeah, that first two hours of prime time and there's a whole lot of reboot going on there. Yeah. For me, nothing really the blacklist is i'm like a season behind now so i don't know about there's just too many things i'm trying to want to catch up with you know like uh and i i watched a little of magnum pi it was okay uh, i stopped watching hawaii 50 and blue bloods uh, two or three seasons back uh i like fresh off the boat but another one of the abc comedies that fell away from, especially when it moved to Friday nights. Like for some reason it also fell out of mind, even though it was still recording for a while. Uh, and I never particularly liked uh, American housewife. So yeah, as of right now, there's nothing on Fridays that I'm going to be watching. How about you, Kyle? I just have a nice small lineup on Fridays. Cause I'll be catching up on everything else. I'll be watching the blacklist. Hopefully this is another one. I'm hoping this is the final season and that comes to an end. American housewife. I really enjoy that show. So I'm glad that's back. Another show that I'm glad's back, even though Constance Wu might uh, not. not be happy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still enjoy fresh off the boat. So I'm glad that's back for another season. And that's pretty much my entire Friday. So it's, it's nice and light. Because I'll yeah, be uh, catching up on other stuff, I'm sure. Yeah, it'll be uh, Fridays is uh, to kick off the weekend of catching up with the uh, other things, and then uh, well, we'll get to this, we'll get to that in a couple of episodes here on the podcast. But uh, also the night that uh, Netflix will be dropping like twelve things a Friday, <laughs> and the rest of them going forward here. So yeah, I'm interested to find out too on a Friday note, like when these other services come in, is Friday also going to be the night that they drop all of their new shows? Uh, when they, when they put them out, uh, cause it's Friday nights are all of a sudden going to get super crowded. Uh, it goes, yeah, from, but you, I, it, it goes from a night where <laughs> it's TV started going away as, as like Saturday nights. And now all of a sudden it, because the weekends is when people, watch and binge watch things it becomes the night that uh or the day that you know the ser all these different services drop their stuff so you know pretty soon there's going to be potentially you know like six or seven shows of friday always dropping well technically they drop them like at midnight so you could just stay up all night on thursday yeah. <laughs> but and... it's still it's as of friday you know at midnight or whatever uh yes. it's still well, midnight for you 3 a.m yeah. for us east coasters <laughs> that's which right is... uh but still a kind of an interesting thing all of a sudden friday's become the the day where tons of new shows have been dropping for for a few years now and but potentially could be more with all of the you know between new shows dropping and then new seasons of new shows dropping and all the different services there's going to be friday nights are going to always have a ton of stuff i think who typically drops their stuff during the week sometimes yeah right? they usually do like tuesday wednesdays and then they also 
presently, except for the like the for a lot of their stuff, except for like the good fight and uh, the Star Trek stuff, they drop that on Sundays. Uh, but then they also usually do weekly, not drop at all. Well, I mean, most of, a lot of these newer services are going to be weekly as well. Like Disney's going to be weekly. Um, so I think we're getting back to it. Netflix is still the main one that's doing the binge stuff, except for a couple yeah, foreign Netflix reality and, shows. Netflix and, and Prime, uh, they've mostly gone to dropping their shows all at once, too. Hulu does every I'm, once in a while, but mostly they do weekly. I prefer the weekly because then at least I don't feel like I'm already 15 <laughs> episodes behind like in the, when I wake up on Friday. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm a whole season behind already. It's the binge guilt. That's what we should call yeah, it. Uh, but sometimes it just feels like too much when you're like, well, I only have a couple episodes to catch up on this thing. And so I'm going to catch up on that. It makes me not even want to start because I'm already well, yeah. so far behind. Well, you catch up on, you know, you in that, you know, 12 or 13 or however many hours of stuff uh, you can, you can catch up on like six different shows <laughs> that you're only an episode or two behind in that period of time. And you feel much more accomplished. Plus I can't watch them on quick mode. Yeah, on the, uh, streaming services. <laughs> which is, which is actually a plus in my estimation because you're watching them how they're supposed to be watched and getting actually what uh, things are happening. But when I have to catch up, I want to binge as quickly as possible <laughs> and catch up. Uh, but then you might as well not even have watched it. That's the whole point. It's still uh, an amazing thing that you do that. I don't even understand how you can get the context of a show watching it as fast as you do. Uh, that's my point is I don't think he always does. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, that's Friday. Uh, Saturday has uh, Saturday Night College Football on ABC, as well as Fox has uh, College Football. Uh, and then CBS uh, has uh, reruns of their dramas. And NBC has Dateline Saturday Night Mystery and usually uh, old vintage episodes of uh, Saturday Night Live. Uh, but a lot of times, the first few weeks of the season, uh, their new uh, their new dramas and comedies and stuff like that get uh, both on CBS and NBC. Will get uh, replayed on Saturday nights for a few weeks, giving people a second chance to catch some things. And uh, and new yeah. episodes of Saturday Night Live, not just vintage <laughs> ones. Yeah, and then in and then in late night, yeah, it'll be. Uh, Starting up, uh, what will it be? The 28th will be... Not the, sure. Is it this week or next week? I yeah. think it's the 28th. Uh, next, I think this coming Saturday is the 45th season premiere yep. of Saturday Night Live. So <clears throat> that'll be back as well. And uh, that'll do it for our... Uh, fall TV preview for the broadcast networks. And uh, I think uh, overall, I think there's, you know, there's two or three things that we're kind of all uh, interested in. And then two or three things that we all have uh, varying opinions on. So, uh, so hopefully that uh, helps you out in, uh, 
learning what's coming and uh, what you might want to be checking out uh, based on the types of shows that you like. And, uh, and then, uh, as always, you can find uh, links uh, to uh, some of our fall coverage uh, at uh, our various sites, as well as uh, how to get the uh, uh, printable schedules that I put out on tvholic.com and uh, also where you can contact each of us. Uh, those links will be in the show notes at tvtimes3.com slash 414. And on the next episode, we'll be doing our Cable Fall TV preview, talking about all the things that are coming down the pike on the cable nets. Uh, And then we'll follow that up uh, with one where we talk about uh, all the uh, stuff coming to uh, the uh, streaming services this fall. And uh, with that, uh, thank you, uh, Kyle and Lynn, for joining me on episode 414. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you.